Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson, and this is Missing to Podcast. The Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. Talking all things Kelly and to you. Here is Jeremy and Pam. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. My name is Pam. And I'm Jeremy, and we have a really fun episode this week. You know, when Pam and I first started the podcast, we sort of said, okay, we want to talk to fans, Uh, you know, maybe we'll hopefully get to talk to some of Kelly's band members, and oh my gosh, you know, fingers crossed, maybe someday we'll get to talk to Kelly, and you know, it feels like over the last couple of years we've got to manifest a lot of people being on the show and someone else that we always thought it would be kind of fun to have on the show is what if we got that guy who during American Idol ran up on stage and gave Kelly flowers and a kiss? Could we get that guy someday? Well, it took a couple of years, but we've got him. Uh, His name is John Valencia and he's going to be on the show today and he has got the story, you know, And then definitely the story you don't know about what went down with him going on stage at American Idol. It is a fascinating and really, in some cases, shocking story that you're going to have to stick around and listen to. And without further ado, here is our conversation with John. John, how are you? I'm terrific. How are you? Wonderful. Thanks. Uh, First and foremost, uh, where are you right now? I'm currently in San Diego. That's where I live. Awesome. And so you recently took a trip to Las Vegas. That's correct. To see the one and only. Yes, that's right. Now you went to, did you go to the first Wednesday night performance? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I think it was her third show. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Awesome. Um, Well, look, you know, we want to talk a a bit about, you know, what you thought about the the chemistry show, which uh, is going to be later on in our conversation. But uh, the the big thing that we want to talk about is sort of your history with Kelly Clarkson. And I have to say that there's not a lot of people who have a longer history with her uh, who are outside of her, you know, inner circle than, than really than you do. Um, John, we want you to sort of tell people your sort of origin story of how you came to Find yourself in the lore of Kelly Clarkson's history. Okay, so sit back. It's a crazy story. So 2002, um, you know, the, the first show was, was airing and there were tickets available for the first live show. Um, and my cousin, who was 13 at the time, got tickets, but she couldn't go by herself. <laughs> so her Mother, my cousin, my aunt calls me up. I was like, do you want to go see American Idol? I was like, I, I've been watching this. And this woman, she's amazing. Her name's Kelly. She's going to win. I can tell. I would love to go. So I then supervise my 13-year-old cousin, Samantha, to, to go uh, up to L.A. and hang out at CBS Studios for the day. And we do exactly that. And we wait in line. Um, I just had uh, someone message me on Twitter that said, I remember you being there that very first day and you made us all sing the American Idol theme song <laughs> as we were <laughs> waiting in line. And it was so funny because I even brought these American flags where I I iron-on printed the American Idol logo onto them. And my, oh my idea God. was to sell them all for a dollar <laughs> and everyone would be inside waving them. Well... No. Yes, actually, I sold probably like two. I don't know. Until American Idol folks came out and were like, you can't be using our logo. So I just started <laughs> handing them out because I made like, I don't know, 200 of these things. So if you actually watch the first live episode, um, you'll see all these people in the audience waving these flags. Those are, I made. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, my like, gosh. That's funny. Was, yeah. So it was it was an exp- amazing experience. We're in line. We're going through and and just super excited. Like, you know how Kelly Clarkson fans are like, this was from the beginning. We didn't even know what we were signing up for. And we were just naturally gravitated towards each other because we don't know why at this point, but now we know it. great 20 years later, we like know exactly what we gravitate. And so we go into the show. Um, Ryan Seacrest was like, you come sit up front. Okay. Just you. My friends. Were, oh my. Yeah. Just me. <gasps> He's like, you're cute. Come sit up front. And I was like, okay. And so then um, my other friends had to go in the back. Um, oh, and no. So I'm sitting there like waiting for my friends. They're not showing up. 
the show happens. It was amazing. Kelly was, you know, one of the last contestants to perform. And before, so that we have, you know, everything's live. So before um, she came, comes on, where he's, you know, Ryan and Dunkelman are like kind of like bantering with the audience. And I scream out to, to Ryan. I said, let me kiss Kelly Clarkson. Oh and he goes, God. and he goes, well, once you see her dress, you'll want to. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm a closeted gay man. Do I out myself <laughs> now or later? And I was, I was like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> I <laughs> so, love this. So she comes out, she sings um, All I Need, which is just amazing. Um, we all know her live performances are just spectacular. Um, and she comes out, she sings, and then at the end, they do their little thing with the judges, and, you know, she sits down with Ryan, and at that point, Dunkelman, and Ryan was like, oh, I promised some guy he could come up here and give you a kiss. And I'm pretty sure I was only supposed to, like, go up to, like, the stage and, like, give her a kiss, but I said no. I was like, no, I'm taking this as a full opportunity. So I run up the stairs, and I get on one knee, and I give her a kiss. Um, and that's how we have that amazing picture that like, apparently you can now buy online. I just saw like someone Stop sent me this it. after the, yeah, people are like, <laughs> do you know, you could buy the shirt of you and Kelly online. And I was like, that's crazy. Um, so, so that's where it kind of snap, like the snapshot happened where I'm on one knee kissing her hand. Um, I get up, I squeeze her, she kisses me. Um, and then I kind of run downstairs to go to my, back to my seat. Did did anyone warn her it was going to happen or No, so that was <laughs> that was very impromptu. Um that was I think the exciting part about it. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just went with my instinct and it was super fun and so the show ends and they asked me to come on stage. Like the producers were like, "Can you stay?" And so they kick out the entire audience um and I was like, "No, my cousin, she's with me. She has to stay. I'm her supervisor." <laughs> um, she's 13. Yeah, she's 13. She can't leave. Um, and so we they end up having me on stage. Um, the cast has left, I think, at this point. Um, but I have, have Kelly Clarkson's Kiss lipstick imprinted on my cheek. And so there's E! Entertainment and all of those like nighttime TV show, like news things, entertainment stuff, are all on the stage. And so they're just rapid fire interviewing me like crazy. <gasps> <laughs> and I and they're zooming on my like cheek with the kiss, and I'm just like, ah, Kelly Clarkson's amazing. Like, I have no idea what to say. It was awesome. Have you seen any of these these interviews like online? So, so no, and like, I wish like fast forward right like now in the world of like social media, you would have seen all of these things. But back then, oh, yeah. my mom was at home like VHS taping, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the episode. Like, that's how crazy of a world that things have just, like, spiraled. Um, and so it was really fun. So, um, I don't know. I, it, like, my my aunt calls me, my cousin's mom, right? And she's like, you need to keep that kiss. And so <laughs> she was like, yes. And never wash your face. So she, we ended up getting, like, this small little cocktail napkin and putting it against my face and then pulling it off. And you, and I still have, to this day, Kelly Clarkson's kiss on a napkin, which is so oh. freaking cool. That is uh, amazing. Yeah. my It was my first real celebrity kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and my only. I only want hers. <laughs> I was like, not many, peop- not many people can, can say that. So you have no. something special. So, so this would have been a really incredible moment, a fun moment, oh. and obviously something that you could talk about for a long time. But... This is not where your story ends. No. And it was crazy because the very next day, I'm going to a community college in San Diego for a Spanish class. And so I'm just like going to class, thinking everything's normal. And people are like, you were the guy on American Idol last night. And I was like, what? What? Like, <laughs> you watched that show? Like, because it was brand new. Nobody really knew about it back then. Like, it was the first real true reality show like that. Right. And, um, and so it was just crazy because all of a sudden I was in this whirlwind of just craziness. And so then, again, we have landlines. I'm living with my mom in San Diego, going to school at the University of San Diego. And my landline, my mom's landline rings and it's American Idol. And they're oh asking gosh. me to come back the next week to be on the show again. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, we'd love for you to bring her flowers. 
and we'll tell you everything once you get here. And I was like, okay, like what? Is this for real? Like, <laughs> Wait, so like, they, they made you buy flowers to bring it in. I just want to point right? that out. That's what someone's asked me this week. I was like, yeah, I had to buy my own flower. Fox has plenty of money. I'm just saying. Yeah, right? <laughs> I do. Just- I, they were like, bring a flower. And I think they wanted it to be very organic. I think they wanted me to bring it. I think they thought I was a quasi straight man um, who was really <laughs> interested in Kelly. And I was like, no, I'm just a gay man who just happens to love and know that she's amazing. Um, and so it was really cool. So I wrote a poem and I had my phone number and my name at the bottom and I stuck it inside the flower. And then I picked up this flower from Del Mar, California. We we're driving up to LA and we were super excited. I didn't know what to expect then. It was super exciting. Again, we get in the line and everyone's going crazy because at this point now I've been on the show. So they think I'm some micro celebrity and I will say micro because <laughs> I'm nobody, right? But I just, everyone's like, ah, can we take pictures with you? And I was like, no, I'm nobody, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so Kelly Clarkson's friends show up. And um, so uh, Ashley and Alicia show up and, and they're like, hey, Kelly Clarkson's on the phone. She wants to say hi. And Stop. I'm in line outside CBS Studios. And they're like, I'm like, what? And they're like, she's like, thanks. It's so great. I'm so glad you're back. Like, I'm really excited, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what? I, what? Um, and it was really, really cool. So um, so now everyone in line is like, oh, my gosh, you're someone. I'm like, again, I'm nobody. I just <laughs> happen to be in the most amazing space at the right time. Um, and so then we end up going into the show. And it was really funny because they were like, oh, John's here. And I'm like, oh, oh, you're referring to me. <laughs> okay. And they have like my seat for me. The stage manager has my seat for me. And she like sits me down. Again, my friends are kicked, booted to the back. <laughs> was your was your cousin with you this time? She was. Oh, she's okay. at this point she knew I'm going everywhere where John's going. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so we go and we sit down, or I sit down. And I'm just sitting there with my little like rose and my poem and I'm excited to see Kelly and it's so exciting to be back. Um, and, you know, in a live performance, you can tell like what's happening, right? Because they're talking like, oh, we're three minutes ahead, we're two minutes behind, we're blah, blah, blah. So all this stuff is happening during the commercial breaks. And so we learn we're behind, we're behind about four minutes. And so they come up to me. So the stage manager comes up to me and she's like, hey, we want you on stage to give Kelly Clarkson her her flowers after the performance, but that's not going to happen. I was like devastated. It's like, no. Oh. And they're like, because you're going during the performance. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I don't want to be seen like the person that's like rushing the stage. Like I didn't want this like negative connot- like any sort of negative yeah. thought about like what I was doing. I was like, I'm yeah. just here because you asked me to be here. <laughs> That's so um, interesting because all these years, I literally thought that some fan just stormed the stage. And I'm like, yeah, that would never I, happen. Yeah, but- no, I was asked to be there. And I think to this day, like wow. everyone was like, I'll get like hashtag stalker because that's what like Dunkelman said at one point. And <gasps> I, I just laugh because it's like, well, if you knew the truth, that's not right. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so so then, OK, all right. So I'll go with my story. So we go. Um, she comes out. She starts singing Natural Woman, which is just amazing. One and of if the you, best from Idol, I'm just saying. Yeah. And the best is that she's, so every time she's looking right, she's looking at me because I'm standing at the bottom of the stairs and they're trying to push me onto the stage. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> ruining her moment to like win this show because some guy looks to appear to have stormed the stage, right? And so <laughs> the stage manager is like, literally, she's like, we're running out of time. You need to go on stage. And I was like, why? And I was, she's like pushing me. So you'll see like, I think someone said like, I could see her pushing your hand, like your, her hand behind your back. And so then I go on stage and I knew at that point, um, you know, we wanted Kelly to win. And I said, so that's when I got there, my, my mind said, tell the audience to vote for her. Like that's just all my brain said was just like, get more votes. We want her to win. Yeah. Tell the audience to vote for her. And so that's exactly what happened. So like I get up there and she's like singing to me and I'm like, are you okay with what I'm doing right now? Cause this was <laughs> awkward. <laughs> and you so then did I last pivot. till like the end, almost the end of the song though. 
Yeah, she kept me up there with her. Yeah, she wanted, I mean, so in hindsight, I didn't know what was happening. Um, once that happened, I left, I stayed on the show again for all of the promo stuff afterwards. Um, and I learned without revealing too much information, I learned that there was a lot of things happening behind the scenes. Um, Kelly wasn't getting, I think, as enough votes as was expected for her to. And I knew that each of the contestants were basically paid based on how much time they were on television. Uh, Kelly didn't have a lot. And so she wasn't, I don't think, receiving as many votes as, as was expected. And so what I was told by, by production was, we need you to be an excuse so we can actually start doing some extra promo around her. Ah, wow. Interesting. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm down for this. Like, this is cool. You're like, so, you're like I'm a real fan of hers. So I'm, I'm glad to fan. help where so, I can. A hundred percent. So I was like, all right, if this is the plan, like I'm down for this. Um, and it was really fun because literally every commercial for about two or three weeks was this clip of me and her. Um, and so it allowed people to, for her to get a lot more publicity and things like that. And God knows I'm, you know, not a television wizard, so I don't know what happens behind the scenes, but like, it made a lot of sense. Like if, if you have a really great talent and you really want them to do well, why not give them more time so that the, you know, American audience can see and experience and have fun. Um, and if you think about it, right, I was the only contestant out of the top 10 that had any sort of extra things done. Um, I was on so many numerous different extra TV shows like Entertainment Tonight and those types of things, talking about American Idol and doing these things. Um, and then I think, you know, not, I think it's hard when a reality show starts because I think there's a lot invested in those things. And I think that they have an idea of what might end up happening. Um, but I think it's also a lot of curation that happens behind the scenes. And so I don't know if I was part of that. I know that it was a lot of fun. I feel like I was blessed and so excited to be part of that experience. Um, and it was really cool. And, and so since then, um, Kelly has had been amazing with me. Like I met her parents, I met her mom and her stepdad. Um, on numerous occasions, like Kelly and I hung out at the Renaissance Hotel. I mean, there was, there was so much that happened like after that moment that was just surreal to me. Like, and, and again, I was just this, this gay guy from San Diego who just got a random ticket, who got to be on a TV show, got to be, you know, and, but what was really cool is before I actually went on the show, I did see Kelly on the show and I... I said like to my family and friends, I was like, she's going to win. And so I was like, if I'm going to invest any time and effort, it should be towards someone that I believe in. And so I've always been like from that moment when I saw her and I just knew she, this, this amazing human from Texas is going to blow it up and become our American idol. And that's exactly what she did. And it was the most wonderful experience of my life. And there's some other cool stories, but, I'll stop there for now. <laughs> well, and we've we've said in the past on the podcast that American Idol in the first season, they needed to have a bona fide superstar if they wanted to continue as a show. Because if you come out as this big hyped talent show and then your winner kind of falls off the cliff after a couple of weeks and nobody cares anymore, then you don't have any validity as a show. Nobody's going to watch. Nobody's going to care. And so I think that they really they really were invested in making sure that the person that won the show got as much help as possible. John, do you think that cuz cuz when your your second moment happened when you went on stage while she was still singing Natural Woman, that was the top 8 if I remember correctly. Um do you feel like at that point that they were already slightly putting their thumb sort of on the scale for, for Kelly to win. Yes. And without divulging too much information. Yes. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense for a TV show 
that's investing and expects this to be a long-standing thing, which is still happening to this day. You're exactly right. Um, it, Jeremy, it, you have to, if you're going to invest this much money, it has to work. Um, and so if you just look at the facts, like nobody else, no other contestant had extra done for them. I was going to ask, I was going to ask about that. I was like, I don't remember, like, even when I was watching back other performances years later, like, I don't remember any, nope. at least in se- season one. I mean, I know in yeah. seasons afterwards, they would definitely, you know, have all that, but no one else, not even for Justin. Yeah. It was really interesting because um, I remember getting a call from someone from American Idol, or I guess it was Fremantle at that time. And they were, basically telling me thank you for your work we don't need you anymore because i think at that point as a fan right you would want to come back and you would want to keep doing that right yeah and so i came i came back the third week and they treated me like i was this crazy person (gasps) and so i literally go in with my cousin we have tickets um you know kelly clarkson's friends are there alicia and ashley we're having a great time and we're in line. I'm walking in. I see Kelly Clarkson's mom and stepdad. We say hi. And they're so excited that I'm back. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, big burly men come up from CBS studios and they're like, hey, are you John Valencia? Show me your ID. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, yeah, get in this, um, get in this golf cart. I was like, cool. Where are we going? This is super exciting. <laughs> and they literally drove me to the street and said I was banned from CBS studios. What? And what? I was... Yeah, no, like you're getting the juicy gossip. Like not a lot of people know about the story. And it was it was really interesting. It was really interesting. At that point, I was like heartbroken. Like I was devastated. Um, Kelly Clarkson's mom on the way out was like, we want to talk to you later. Like, we'll tell you what's going on. And I was like, what is happening? And so I, I'm ostracized. I'm kicked out. And it was amazing because Alicia, um, Kelly Clarkson's best friend, was actually outside CBS Studios as I'm wheeled in my little golf cart and like kicked out and i see her and she has her luggage and she's sitting on the street corner and i'm like alicia what are you doing and she's like oh i have to fly back to texas i'm like what and she's like why are you here and i was like and so i tell her story she's like this is crazy so she like calls um kelly carson's mom and she's like oh my gosh this is crazy we don't know what's going on we don't understand why they're treating you like this but you can't get in but we'll talk after the show so I'm just at this point, again, like 20 year old John, like naive, doesn't know anything what's going on, not thinking about things way bigger than me. Right. And right. so I'm like, Alicia, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm waiting for a taxi and they won't show up. And I was like, well, my car's right around the corner. I want me to drive you to the airport. <laughs> so I drive her <laughs> to LAX and have the best conversation. Right. Like this is her best friend. And we're just talking and she's like, this is amazing. She tells me everything about Kelly and how they became friends. And it was super cool. I'm just like driving like a taxi, like, but also mind blown that I was just like treated the way that I was after what I was asked to do. Like I I didn't, I, I was asked to come on stage the first episode. I was asked, I was called and asked to come back the second episode. Why on earth would they treat me this way? Um, and I was very, very confused by it. Did your family still go in and, and watch the episode? Yeah. So my, oh my, my cousin Samantha was part of all of it. I was like, Sam, go in. I'm going to come back and pick you up. We got to figure this out. Like, <laughs> oh, my cousin Samantha has had the coolest experience because she's seen both sides. Right? She's like, oh, I was there when it happened. And then I was wondering what my cousin was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was really interesting. So I drive back from uh, dropping off Alicia at the airport, and that's when the the show kind of ends. Everyone's coming out, and everyone is coming to my side being like, what just happened? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is crazy. Um, And so fast forward, I learned a lot that was was happening behind the scenes um, that I think – I think ultimately what happened is there were a bunch of reality shows happening at the same time. What looked and appeared on TV that the second episode that I was rushing the stage when I wasn't, I was was definitely guided and told to do what I was doing. They were worried that that was going to happen in future episodes, five episodes on that show. And they didn't want it to be for the wrong contestant. So that was one. 
And the second one, there was a bunch of other new reality shows coming out, right? That was like the first real one, like that was mainstream, that wasn't like an MTV show, right? Like this was like real, like, and they didn't, I think they were worried that someone rushing a stage or whatever could cause chaos and whatever. Um, and so that's where I, I've found solace into like accepting what had happened, that it was, they just didn't want that to be the norm for things, even though it was curated behind the scenes and I was just a, a character in that process. They, right? they, at least, they, they at least could have like allowed you inside a watch and just put you in the back. Like that would have been totally acceptable and not, and you're, you're, you're not at this point, you're not expecting to go on stage every yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I will tell you at one point they wanted me to sign a gag order. I didn't want to. Kelly Clarkson's family didn't want me to. So, like, I had just made a promise. So, a gag order is like uh, something's happening and or has happened or about to happen, and we don't want you to be able to go to the media and say anything. So, they had, so Fremantle had told me, we would like you to sign a gag order and we're going to give you compensation for it um, if you sign this so you can go away on your amazing little life and do whatever you're doing. And I was like, first of all, I don't want to blow up anything. I, I'm not here to do anything. I don't care about anything. I just appreciated every single opportunity I had. I thought it was super, super amazing to be this super fan that got to go up and just see this amazing artist become exactly who she was born to be. That to me is all that mattered. Um, I didn't want to sign anything. I didn't want cash. I didn't need that. Um, so that's probably why I've been a little under the remote like, or whatever the, you call it, like radar um, for the last 20 years. I, I never, my experience on American Idol, the top two coolest moments of my life. Um, I'll tell you the third one. So actually there might be four. So, <laughs> so now at this point, when I've not signed a gag order, I, I think what I've been told is I'm not allowed on CBS Studios. But the finale was at the Renaissance Hotel back then when it was called that. And so I'm thinking, all right, let's get tickets to go to the Renaissance Hotel and see the finale because that's a different entity. I've not been banned there. So I go with all the fans. So we go to the hotel like outside and we have to stay overnight to get these tickets. And so again, I'm thinking this is a completely separate, you know, different venue. I should be fine. And so I meet again amazing fans all night long. We we don't sleep. We're literally on, you know, Hollywood Boulevard, like with all this, you know, the star like implanted on the ground, like the walk of, you know, Hollywood Walk of Fame, or whatever. And and we're supposed to be sleeping there. No one's sleeping. We're partying. We're having the best time. We're super excited about the American Idol. We have our favorites. We have our favorite moments. And we're just in line. And I think I was like third or fourth in line. And so it just became this party all night. Um, and then we get our tickets. And then we go home at like 10 in the morning. I remember being so tired, not sleeping for like 36 hours. Um, but just excited that I had my tickets for the finale. And so then fast forward. Um, when the finale happened, you know, there was two episodes that week. So I decided to stay in the Renaissance Hotel for that week. Um, and I met all these cool people in line who are these super fans. And we all ended up just like kind of crashing in this ginormous hotel and sleeping on the floor and everywhere we could because we were super excited. But it was, was super cool is we were on the same floor as the top 10. And oh, wow. so, yeah, so Kelly's, you know, hotel room was like, three doors down on the left and uh, Justin's and everyone it was amazing and so we just kind of like hung out and partied there and next thing you know like Kelly Clarkson's walking down and she's like John oh my gosh so I got like about I don't know maybe 45 minutes with her like everyone was going to the pool um and she didn't want to go and she stuck she hung out with me I remember like just being super sick I had walking pneumonia my doctor said I couldn't leave I was like nope Give me whatever you can because I'm going to Kelly Clarkson tonight. Um, <laughs> and so I was super sick and I'm just sitting there and we just chatted and had the best conversation. 
I learned so much about what was happening. You know, she felt so sorry for what was going on, how they treated me. Um, and it, again, it just made everything melt away. Like I didn't care. Like I was, my intentions always were to support my favorite artists. And she yeah. became my favorite art artist before I even knew who she was. And that was the coolest thing because I got to be part of her, uh, this you know, a blip in her her little journey. And that's what meant the most to me. I was honored. I was thrilled. I was blessed. I was humbled. I had all these amazing feelings of just being like, wow, you're going to be this amazing superstar. And I have this really cool story that I'll always have. And so we sat there and we just had a great time. We ended up leaving the very next day. It's the morning of the finale. And she comes, she's in the hallway and she's super, like, she can't talk. Like she, she's, her throat's all messed up oh, and wow. she had nodes on her throat. And I'm on the phone, my foot phone with my sister and my sister is a doctor. And so she, I'm talking, I'm like, Hey, uh, I'm in the hallway with Kelly Clarkson right now. And she's like, what? Put me on the phone with her. And so <laughs> my sister to this day is super excited uh, Kelly Clarkson had notes on her throat and my sister convinced her not to get the steroid injections that day. Um, so my sister will be very excited to hear this on the podcast that I like, <laughs> called her out and let her know that she had Yay, her life. Sister. Said, Yay, Amber, you did it. Yay, um, Amber. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so again, like these, these interesting, really cool moments of like behind the scenes of like, what was really happening, right? There was this amazing orchestrated TV show happening, but we're these humans, these cogs happening behind the scenes. It was, it was just really crazy. So, so then the finale happens. I've got my ticket. I got my cousin. We're going, and there's celebrities. There's everyone in the audience, and I walk in, and everyone in the audience starts clapping and applauding. And I am again like <laughs> I'm nobody. Like, why are you clapping for me? But they You're know, somebody. like, they're like, that's John. I'm somebody. Um, so I go to my seat. I sit down, and then these big burly men come by, and they're like, "You come with me." And I'm like, "No." And I was, I looked at my cousin. I was like, "You stay. You watch this." <laughs> She's like, "Okay." <laughs> and so I get booted out. And Shut I was up. like, no way. Yeah, I get booted out. Everyone's booing as I'm leaving. Um, and again, they don't know why I'm being booted. At this point, I'm seen as probably someone who like rushed the stage or whatever. And they just don't want that happening for the finale. Um, so I go to my hotel room and I'm like, what do I do? Like, what do I do for the next like hour? Like, I don't know what to do. So what I did, so on the so at some point during that process, there's that picture of Kelly Clarkson and I where I'm on my knee in my red shirt with my red wax in my hair because, you know, it's a very straight thing to do. Um, <laughs> and, and there's this great picture, right, where she's like screaming and like super happy with me kissing her. So she had sent that to me or someone from the production team had sent that to me. So I blew that up before the finale on like this two, this two by two like foam core board. Um, and so I took it with me and, um, and so I had that at the finale and what was so cool. And so I, I, I'm, I'm going to guess nobody. Right. And I just think, okay, they're going to come out here and she's probably going to go here and probably go do press somewhere. So we're kind of in the lobby of the hotel. And so I see Kelly Clarkson's mom and stepdad. So I'm like standing with them and they're like, oh my gosh, she won. Cause I didn't even know she won at this point because it was live and. I was up in a hotel room that's, oh, right. you know, aired, yeah, yeah. But, right? So I don't even know this. And I'm like, why she, of course she won. Of course she was going to win. But we're like, oh, wow. So I'm standing there. And the coolest thing is Kelly Clarkson comes out with this mob of, of burly, muscular, strong men that could tear me to pieces, right? Just like circling her as she's getting to this elevator. And I will, I will always remember the moment. And she looks at me. I'm literally next to her mom. Stepped up, and she's like, "John, I need to say say hi to John." And so yes. she comes to me, and now we're in this like hotel, like um, elevator kind of thing, um, like where the elevator shaft is, right? And so it's like the lobby. And she sees my sign, and she's like, "Give me your sign." And she's like, "Who has the marker?" And so she says, "Thank you, baby. Love, Kelly." Um, 
like right all over this ginormous thing. She hands it to me, gives me the biggest hug and a kiss and says, thank you, thank you, thank you. I got to run, but thank you. And I'm standing by her mom. She's really said nothing to her mother. And then they <laughs> wheel her, like, you know, push her through an elevator and she goes up to go or down to go to do some, um, you know, uh, press stuff that, that she needed to do as this new winner of American Idol. Um, and that's that's kind of how it ended um, for a moment. Uh, I did get a call from her a couple weeks later, again, landline at my mom's house. Um, so again, my mom's like, huh? Kelly, John? Kelly Clarkson's on the phone here? <laughs> oh my um, TR- yeah, TRL was doing, um, you know, their music videos back when they did those. Yeah. Um, and the, and the, her music video moment like this was coming out. And she said, I just wanted to thank you for everything. Um, you're going to be very happy. I had to fight for this, but I made sure that our clip was in the video. <gasps> and I was like, what? So then all my Aww. friends came over and we like watch it. And then like, you know, there's the clip of me kissing her. Um, and she's like, I fought for that. And I was like, thank you. Um, what a sweetheart. Yeah. So it was just really cool. Um, yeah. I, I And then I, I, I went years later, she came to San Diego uh, for a concert and I took that two by two sign and on the back I wrote John with an arrow facing down and again like she did last week uh, um, at her concert in Vegas um, I like show it and she's like John's here do you guys know who John is John blah 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 um, and it just was a cool moment and that was probably geez I don't even know that one must have been in like 2008 or 2009 um mm-hmm. and right. so so then you no know, fast forward to last week I, I had no idea yeah. like like I, I took that because I knew I couldn't take a sign in so I took the, sh- the picture of us and made it on my shirt um and you know she saw me and was like wait John's here like and it was super cool <laughs> talking about and then she did de- and then declaring me as her like really her anointing OG me fan. as her her OG fan and that has been super cool um yeah and i posted the the video on tiktok and i think as of right now we're at like less than a day ago and i have like eighty five thousand views on it um my god i've never done anything social media for this i never i never wanted to be that fan if that makes any sense right yeah i didn't do right like my identity is not about kelly i just happened to be we both intersected at the right moments in each other's lives where it really mattered and it was meaningful and, and special. And for sure. me, it's always been very personal. And so it was really cool to go to the show on, on Wednesday and wearing my shirt and everyone knowing my name. Like, that was so weird. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know my name. Like, this well, is creepy. It's, it's so funny because, like, I, you know, I think it was on Wednesday before the show started. Like, um, you know, our, our Twitter feed is entirely Kelly Clarkson fans. So I saw someone, I forgot who it was. It might've been our friend Abby who had posted a photo of you with your shirt. And he's like, she was like, he's here. And I'm, we're like, oh my God, how <laughs> incredible is this? So I was, I was so excited when I heard that not only did she like see your shirt in the crowd, but she like gave you a legitimate shout out. Like that must've been so full circle. And she knew your name. Oh yeah. I mean, but, but she does like right that was the thing like yeah. we, we know like, each all other these years like, later yeah all these and, years later and even talking about how she talked about me a few days before that um for that moment and you know i think gosh like imagine we're 20 years ago do you remember anything 20 years ago no, no. <laughs> let alone yeah. like um a whirlwind of going through something as exciting and fast paced as being on a TV show. Like, so there was so much stuff happening and swirling around all of that. That's why I, it was funny. I, I went with about eight friends to Vegas and I didn't know this until after the concert, but they all admitted to me that they had zero, <laughs> zero like belief that Kelly would actually say or see me and do anything. And I was like, <gasps> we went all this way and you were just like fooling me. so i felt so i felt so validated because i was like i know if i see her if i ran into her she would be like oh my gosh john how are you like um and to do that on a show and we hadn't seen each other obviously in a very long time um so it's been yeah just a really fun journey that i 
I never wanted to ex exploit in any way, right? Which is why I never did anything on social media. Like, um, you know, I posted that video that everyone sent me. It was really cool because literally everyone was tagging me. Like I had friends on Wednesday night texting me and they're like, do you know you're trending on Twitter? And I was like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and they're like, you're trending on Twitter. And I was like, how? I'm a nobody. Um, and it was just, you know, just, I don't know, I guess validation of just a really cool experience that I just happened to be in at the right time at the right moment. And it afforded me really cool opportunities to meet amazing human beings that I will forever, ever be just grateful to know. And I think the Kelly Clarkson fandom is probably one of the coolest group of human beings who are there for the right reason. We know great talent when we see it. Um, we appreciate and love um, her life, her, uh, you know, willingness to be raw. Like, I mean, I've, I think all of, everyone keeps asking me on Twitter the last couple of days, like, what's your favorite, Kelly song and I'm like I don't know because every album hit at a different time in my life where I was in a good relationship or a bad relationship right and so you have like songs that remind you of good things and songs that remind you of bad things but they also afforded me the opportunity to like cry and release emotion and so like yeah. I have good feelings towards songs that are really heavy um so I don't know like which one's my favorite but it's uh it's been a wonderful journey and I just appreciate you guys letting me talk to, talk about this because it's been just something I've just been so, so excited and appreciative of for all these years. Well, like you said, you know, you, uh, you sort of went under the radar for about 20 years. Did you, and you said you did see her several years later, uh, you said roughly, you know, 2008, 2009, did you see her, did you go to other shows uh, in those 20 years outside of that one? Again, I felt this weird because of what had happened and how great it was, I didn't want to ruin it. That's fair. You know, I I didn't want, like someone asked me the other day, would you go to another chemistry like show? Like, I'll not get what I got on Wednesday, right? And so I'll be sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you know, I, I people are like, well, go to the Kelly Clarkson show and I like, bring your thing and she'll talk to you. That'll be great. Yeah, that might be like, the next step but like I don't I just I've been so gracious in loving every single moment that is afforded to me in life these are really really special moments and I cherish them with every fiber in my being and I don't I don't want to ruin that um mm -hmm. so maybe in a few years go to another show I don't know like I it just, you know what I mean? Like when you get, I get that, it, like, you also, you also don't want to make like every, every appear, you know, you don't want to go see her five times yeah. a year and expect that. You know what I mean? Yes. I still, and, and she, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And, but I'm also not that person that would want that. Right. So yeah. for me, it, it needs to be special. And, you know, I could even sit in the back of us, uh, you know, a concert and just sit there and watch and love that yeah. as well. And, but it's just the, she's she means a lot to me like we have this history like, like we you know like her best friends ashley and alicia like for a long time we were super close like funny uh, alicia texted me on facebook just yesterday and she was like i can't believe this like it was all hearts right and i was like <laughs> what a what a small world right like yeah 21 years ago like and who would have known that she would become i mean one well we have all knew she was going to become our American Idol, still, but how but we still. know that she would become like, let's be serious out of all American Idols. She's the best. Um, yeah. yeah. We love her. And she, she afforded a lot of people great opportunities and she's doing great work with the voice and with her own talk show now, like good for and, her. And her voice is like even better now than it was. And that's like very rare, you know, 20 years into someone's career to get better. Usually it doesn't. So that's also just like, she's not human. Yeah. Well, my cousin and I were, were driving to lunch yesterday and 
she put on Samantha. Uh, like Samantha. This. Yes, Samantha for the Samantha. Samantha. Hey. And she put it on repeat. And as we were driving uh, to lunch yesterday, uh, just America, uh, just uh, a moment like this because I haven't heard that in forever, right? She's like, John, this is your music video. I always say, I jokingly say, this is my music video where I let Kelly Clarkson sing on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Manifest that. I love and that. So we were singing it like over and over, and it was just so cool because I was just hearing her voice where. Again, like you say, um, Pam, like it's her voice every single year gets better and better. So now 21 years later, when we're at these concerts, right, and you're getting chills all over your body because you're just like, how is someone that amazing when they can just open their mouth and hit a note where you're just like, and, and I think that's what I've. I felt always from the beginning is just knowing the capacity and the talent inside this tiny little body of someone who is full of love and generosity and giving and comfort and strength um, when she's dealing with her own, you know, trials and tribulations as we all are. And, and I think it, the best thing, <laughs> best thing this is not terrible but last year when she was going through her divorce right like i was going through the divorce at the same time and i was like wait we're both going through a divorce if kelly clarkson goes to go through a divorce i can do this too like it was just <laughs> um i was like our lives are so intertwined like it just felt good because i was like when she's gonna put out this album it's gonna sing to every heartstring i have because that's what she does and she does that to the fans over and over and over and she delivers in a way that is so meaningful and so impactful that i don't think many artists can do um she just has is in her own realm and and that vibrant, fun, silly Kelly, when we stay on a stage, when she's like doing her crazy faces for like a selfie with a fan and she's going through the audience and just the humanity of this woman that we love so much is so great. And I just feel so excited to be this tiny little cog speck, right? In the orbit that is Kelly Clarkson. So I'm forever grateful and appreciative. So John, you said that, you know, it had been a while since you had been to a Kelly show. What was it that made you decide, okay, it's time to go back. I need to see her in concert again. What made you decide that you needed to go to Vegas to see her? The song me. The song me is so powerful on chemistry that um, I, I went through a really horrible divorce. Um, my ex was uh, very abusive to me. And I didn't admit that for a very long time. Um, um, that song um, struck many, many, many chords with me as a lot of songs do for so many people. And for her having the audacity and the strength to say and do and be the beacon. Whew. I want to give you the biggest hug right now. <laughs> oh, thank you. I Chemistry's the album chemistry. Um, I couldn't listen to for a long time, to be honest. Um, That's fair. It's, um, it's her being raw, it's her being real, it's her being the Kelly we love. Um, and I got tickets right away. Um, I knew I needed to be, be in the, the pit. Um, and all my friends were like, are you listening to it? And I was like, these songs are really, really hard to hear. Someone going through um, that, um, and it mirroring uh, what it feels like. Um, it's hard. So every day I would force myself <laughs> to see, to hear the songs, um, build the strength so I wouldn't be like a blubbering baby when she would sing them in public. <laughs> I get um, that. But 
you know, like that's what Kelly does for her fan base, for all of these people who hear a song. We are infiltrated with love. We're infiltrated with strength and endurance. We're given the, the audacity to say no when we need to say no. Like, that's the coolest thing. Like, people keep asking me, like, what's my favorite song? It's probably Stronger. I don't know if I can ever get a song better than Stronger. Like, like that is teaching us all. We have the inner strength to, to be our true, authentic selves. And that's what life's about. And she was I telling think- us this when we were, we were babies. <laughs> like, we didn't yeah. know, you know? And she probably didn't even know what she was saying in that moment. And it's it affords us the opportunities to be our true authentic selves. And I, and I will say like, when I met her, I was a very, 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 very closeted Catholic boy who never thought he could ever be his real authentic self. And every album became more and more an opportunity for me to believe in myself, to love myself and to want to be who I am. And that I think has been like what she does for us as a community is life changing. I think you said it so well. I think she has so many songs that no matter if you relate to specifically what she's going through or not, it's still, and whether it's happy empowering depressing it's all relatable it's all universal like i haven't gone through a divorce but like the chemistry songs hit me for certain reasons that don't hit any any of us here and i think that i think you said it really well and i think that's what makes her so special is that she just brings out such like she conveys such emotion and such a realness and a rawness that made all makes all of us connect with her whether we voted for her on idol or found her later on, later down the road is that she is so authentic. She's a true artist. She's real, you know, authentic person. And I think it just, that's why we all gravitate towards her. And I think you said it so well. And I, I love that you're finally able to listen to chemistry. I'm sorry what happened, but I'm so happy you have a vessel and you have something healthy and wonderful to listen to. And I want to give you the biggest hug right now, but you are very far away. So I'm going to give you a virtual <laughs> hug. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that so much. And and I will say thank you to that because so often I've learned, especially in gay relationships, there's a lot more abuse than we know that happened. And I didn't know that, um, especially in a male-male relationship. Um, it's rough. And, you know, I feel like we need to support one another in the community. I think, you know, Kelly was Kelly for a long, you know, she is a gay staple, right? We love her. The gays love her. We will always. Um, And I think through her songs and through her words and her lyrics, it allows us to have the strength and, uh, and the capacity to maybe reach out for help or reach out to those who can help us. Um, And and I hope that people are listening or if anyone, God forbid anyone's in a situation like that, um, you know, Kelly songs can lead us to therapy and support. That's what I've been in for the last two years. And it's been the best experience of my life. Um, Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't talk about mental health. We don't talk about these things. Right. But, but I think in like, in a lot of things that Kelly's lyrics and Kelly's music does was leads us towards that. Like if we're not in therapy, we're not doing ever, but now being in therapy and hearing Kelly Parsons and the songs and lyrics, like it just transforms you into a space where you can actually kind of go through and move through experiences and emotions that we can't do. Like I know a lot of people who just don't cry. And I was yeah, like, listen was, to some Kelly Clarkson songs. That was right? like, that was me for years. I feel that. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. And then and then I finally was like, Oh, I need to go to therapy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a I'm very similar to you in that sense. It was like, Oh God, why have I not been doing this my entire life? And then you're like, Oh, yes. 
I need yeah, this. Yeah, I was like, can they not teach us in high school that therapy is awesome? Because well, I, I feel like, like a way better person. I feel like nowadays they're getting it's you know they're de- it's like I mean we still have a ways to go, but there's definitely the culture, the world is like destigmatizing it slightly. I think there's way way more improvement. But yes, I feel like that's something that should definitely be taught. Even as like elementary school, middle school, it's like you're allowed to feel something, you know, you don't have to bottle it up and be miserable for your entire life. It's like, what a concept. What a great segue back to Kelly, right? Like she is mooding emotions. She's allowing us to have these emotions come out into a safe space, whether you're just driving. I mean, how many times have we driven in our car, we hear a song and it tugs on a Kelly song, then it tugs on a string and boom, you're just like crying. Like that is, there are, I, I loved when I was like sitting, standing in the pit on Wednesday or yeah, Wednesday and everyone around me was crying. <laughs> everyone, every single fan was crying. It's group, it's, it's group therapy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, right. Like you gotta let the emotion out. Otherwise yeah. it becomes too crazy. But like if we can, you know, build a Kelly Clarkson, uh, you know, concert into our S- lives to let group. that emotion out. It's a healthy thing, right? Maybe yeah. we're creating something new by just coming to a concert so you could express your emotions. Absolutely. Oh. And yeah. I feel oh, like I she, she, she would be down for that. She oh, totally she's would totally down that. for that. I mean, she cries at every concert. Like we yeah. should come back her tears. We love that about her. We love that about her. Oh, we love it so much. He's the OG fan. He is John Valencia. And uh, John, thank you so much for spending some time with us, for sharing uh, the story that we thought we knew. And you have filled in so much more that (laughs) we didn't know. Uh, It has been really it has been a treat to talk with you. And it's so funny because very early on in in this podcast, when Pam and I were, were talking about, you know, the kinds of people that we wanted to talk to, you know, we obviously wanted to talk to fans. We wanted to talk to Kelly herself and, and the people that are, are closest to her. And we did say at one point, it's like, yeah, we've got to track down that guy that went up on stage <laughs> at idol. Wouldn't that be funny? So, you know, we've, we've sort of joked that, you know, these are unattainable. Like we didn't think we would ever get Kelly on the show and we did. And, you know, and just, it's the fact of like manifesting out into the world, these people that we want to to talk to who have had a small part of her journey from the very beginning uh, it has been so great to uh, to get you here on the show and to talk and to get real and raw about real things that uh, that every fan really kind of deals with in their own way. Um, thank you so much for the time and, and thank you so much for for sharing your stories and your perspective. Well, first of all, thank you both, um, Jeremy and Pam. Like you guys are amazing. I've been listening to your podcast. Like I think you guys are doing magical work. I appreciate it so much for the. You know, the Kelly Clarkson fandom in the world, we appreciate you both so very much. Um, all of Thank your you. podcasts are super fun. And you guys, you just have a lot of fun. And we, we love that as fans, right? That is what we want to listen to. So thank you for that. Um, and I'm glad I'm out of hiding. Summer <laughs> <laughs> so away. I'm glad my, um, so as of just now, like I just looked, I have, uh, 76,000 views within about 18 hours from my TikTok post. Oh my goodness. Um, of just the video of Kelly and I. And that's the that's the power of of the fandom, right? We yeah. just love, we appreciate, we support, and, and we're excited for each other. And it's super exciting. And again, I, I don't do this for any reason other than... Other than our pure love for yeah. our favorite American idol, Kelly Clarkson. And thank you for bringing me on the show. I really, really appreciate it. This was really fun. John, thank you so much for the kind words. It was so nice to meet you and speak with you and hopefully meet down the road in person one day. Yeah, yeah please don't be a stranger. Oh, absolutely. I would, yeah, happily love that. That would be great. How nice was it to meet uh, John? I got to say, Pam, going into our conversation with him, I did not expect about 75% of what he talked about. No, not at all. I was really just expecting like, Hey, I was there and I went up on stage and I don't, I didn't really expect like all the details. I also kind of forgot it. It happened twice. I yeah. thought, 
I had remembered it happening for Natural Woman, but I didn't remember off the top of my head for You're All I Need. So it yeah. was, and there was just so much more context to the story and a lot of story like directly with Kelly. Very mm-hmm. cool and something that I don't think any of us knew. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I mean, just really, really fascinating details about those early days and the literally the moments after Kelly won American Idol that uh, I don't think any of us really, really knew. So thank you again to John uh, for sharing his stories and and definitely, you know, you know, getting real and raw uh, about real life and how Kelly's music really affects uh, each and every one of us in different ways. We we greatly appreciate him. Um, you can follow him on social media, by the way, at John Valencia. Uh, just a real nice guy, and we hope that uh, he's a little more prevalent and oh, and around in the Kelly community uh, as we go forward. Yes. Um, as always, you can find us on all the social media platforms where we will be tagging John as well. Um, Instagram and Twitter, uh, Facebook, Miss Into Podcast. And if you listen on the Spotify app, please consider leaving us a rating there. You can also comment on individual episodes and give your feedback. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a rating and review. And uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, hope you all have a great rest of your week. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Miss Into Podcast. Miss Into Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Find us and continue the conversation at Miss Into Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Find more at missintopodcast.com.